Well, baptism. Why do, we, why do we even take the time to baptize? Let's just talk about that for a little bit. Father, I pray that you just place your anointing on me to teach your word tonight. And I pray for every heart and every life that is here, that you would give us ears to hear, spirits to receive from your word tonight. Lord, we thank you for just blessing our time. In Jesus' name we pray. In Matthew 28, in verse 18, Jesus came and he told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. I will, I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. This is the instructions the Lord gave the disciples whenever he was leaving. And he said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go and make disciples and I want you to baptize them. And then in Acts chapter 2, as the church started, in verse 38, Peter was preaching to the crowd that crucified Jesus. And uh, he was telling them, listen, Jesus is the one that, that died on the cross for your sins. And, um, and they said, uh, you know, and they, their hearts were pricked. Their hearts were convicted. And, and they, were, they were wanting to know what to do. And Peter, Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins. Turn to God. And be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ to show that you've received forgiveness for your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, these are just two of the many scriptures in the Bible that talk about baptism, about water baptism. And in fact, the Bible says in the, in the Gospels that Jesus even was baptized. And uh, John didn't want to baptize. He didn't feel worthy to baptize him. And Jesus said, listen, you need to do this because this is, this is part of God's plan. This is the Father's plan for me. And so I believe Jesus got baptized because he wanted to set an example for us all. And so there are four reasons why every Christian should be baptized. And the first one is to show that you are a genuine Christian. When, when uh, Peter told the, the, uh, the crowd that he was speaking to that day, he said, each of you must repent of your sins Turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ to show that you've received forgiveness for your sins. To show. Anyone can have, uh, can say that they've repented of sins and they're a Christian. Everybody's a Christian, right? But he said, you need to be baptized to show that you've genuinely repented of your sins. So baptism proves that you've, that you've repented of your sins. It's proof, it proves that you've turned your heart over to God. So getting water baptized is really, it's an outward sign of an inward spiritual work in your heart. Is that right? And so these folks, you know, I'm sure nobody paid them to get baptized tonight. That they've just decided to do that. And hopefully nobody coerced them or twisted their arm to make them because that wouldn't be right. That's a free will thing that you got to decide to do that when you're a genuine believer. Is that right? A second reason that every Christian should get water baptized is to declare your commitment to Christ publicly. In Matthew 10, 32, it says that Jesus said this. He said, everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on the earth, I will also acknowledge before my father in heaven. But everyone who denies me here on the earth, I will also deny you before my father in heaven. Now, you know, people come into church, sometimes they cross their arms like they're Mr. Cool, Mr. Cool J, you know? 
And they act like they don't, listen, every knee is going to have to bow to Jesus one day whenever they meet their maker and they're going to have to account for their life, right? But the Bible says that, you know, listen, one of the most powerful things that you can do as a Christian is to begin publicly declaring your commitment to Christ. It's one of the most powerful things that you can do because something happens spiritually in your life when you come out of the closet spiritually. There's something that happens whenever you get to the point where you say, you know what? I don't care if you like it. I don't care who likes it, who do not. I'm going to serve the Lord. Amen. And, and that's what getting water baptized is all about. It's, it's declaring publicly that I'm a follower of Christ. It doesn't matter who sees me, who takes a picture of me, who puts it on the world wide web. It don't matter to me. I, it doesn't matter who knows that I'm a Christian because that's where I'm going. Amen. And so uh, notice the blessing associated with that with that decision. And it says there, uh, it says, everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on the earth, I will also acknowledge before my father in heaven, a public declaration of Christ through baptism. You know, there's something that happens sometimes. You know what happens? It just it just breaks the grip of fear off your life. The fear of man, the opinion of man. You know, listen, sometimes we worry too much about what others think or feel. And we don't just worry enough about what God thinks or feels. But how many of you know that we got to get to the place one day that we could care less who likes it or don't like it. And we're willing to tell anybody and everybody that we're a follower of God. Amen. And, you know, I remember when I first became a Christian and, and my friend, we were we were uh, I'd get high with him all the time. And, and all of a sudden I'm not getting I'm not doing that. And he's like, man, what's happening to you? What's going on in your life, man? I mean, you're not the same guy anymore. You used to you just track me down so we could get high together. And now you're not even interested. And you know, man, I was afraid to tell him what it was. I, you know, I want to tell him my stomach hurts or something like that, you know. But you know, man, my heart was beating and, and he was a good friend of mine. And I didn't know what he was going to do when I told him that I wanted to be a Christian. And, and, and finally, I just came out of the closet and I said, man, I became a Christian. He's like, really? And I thought, well, I might not, never see him again. I don't know what's going to happen. But you know what? He encouraged me and he said, man, that's a great, that's such an honorable thing. That's a great decision. And you know, man, I'm trying to get closer to God. And it turned around and it went the right way. But man, something happened, you know, regardless of how he responded. Man, whenever I got in my truck and I drove home that night, there was something that came over me and I just felt like the fear of man broke off of my life and I was ready to give my all to God. It didn't matter who was liking it or who wasn't. Amen. Come on. How many of you know there's power in publicly declaring I'm a follower of God? There's something powerful about it. Amen. And so the, the third, the third reason that every Christian should be baptized it's an obvious sign that you're growing spiritually. You know, somebody said, you know, you might have read that bumper sticker one time that it says, you know, honk if you love Jesus. Well, that don't take much effort at all to honk, right? I mean, you can honk for, a, a, you know, a duck crossing the road. That ain't nothing, right? But Matthew 28, 29, let's read that verse again. And it says this. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. Teach these disciples to obey all the commands that I've given you. How many of you know we need to be obedient to the Lord and obedient to his commands? And so how do you know if someone is 
genuinely in love with the Lord. How do you know if someone genuinely loves God? Anyone can say, I love God. But how do you know for sure? When someone chooses to get baptized, it's a sign that they're following and obeying the commands of the Lord. Because it's Jesus that told the church to tell the believer to be baptized. And so when the believer decides to get baptized, they are following the command of the Lord. And it's a sign that they're growing spiritually. And that's what John 14, 15 says. If you love me, don't honk your horn. If you love me, you will obey what I command. Can I talk to you for just a moment? That's why I say there's no room in the Christian life for prejudice. Come on. I mean, can we talk tonight? And, you know, I know there's been a lot of that. And I know, you know, some of us were bred by that. You've got to obey the command of the Lord. The Bible says to love your enemies. You don't have a choice of who you like or you don't like. You've got to love everybody. That's a sign of spiritual maturity. Amen. And by the way, if you don't like people here on the earth, the Lord might not let you in heaven because you're going to have to learn, learn to love everybody in heaven. Yeah. Amen. Come on, say amen if you believe that. So God, obeying God's command to get water baptized is an indication that you genuinely love God and that you're spiritually growing in your relationship with God. You know, listen, a Satanist can come sit in this church every Wednesday and every Sunday. A Satanist can come sit here and you say, well, he's in church. He must be a Christian. No, don't just coming to church. Don't make you a Christian. Just like standing in a garage. Don't make you a car. Right. Standing in a hole. Don't make you holy. Now, I know that might sound cheesy, but it's the truth. Right. So listen, you got to get beyond just showing up to church or making the sign of the cross. If you're a Christian, come on, you got to obey his commands. You got to obey the commands of the Lord. Amen. And so finally, a fourth reason that every Christian should get baptized is this. It positions you to receive the blessing of God. How many of you want to be blessed of God? You know, sometimes people say, Todd, would you bless me? Like, oh, you would you bless me and my girlfriend? Or would you bless my marriage? Or would you bless my house? Well, I, I know I have the power to speak a blessing, but I can't bless nothing God don't want to bless. I mean, I can only, I can do, do, do so much, right? I mean, I can say, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. But listen, if you ain't positioned to receive a blessing of the Lord, my blessing might just hit the ceiling, man. It won't go no further than that. But I tell you, if you get where you need to be with God, it doesn't matter what I say or what I do. The blessing and the favor of the Lord is going to be upon you and upon your house and upon your family. Amen. And that's, that's what part of what baptism does. Because remember in Acts 2.38, it said this. It says, Peter said to them, repent and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive. You will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So Peter lays three steps out here for anyone and everyone who wants to live the Christian life and wants to receive the blessing of the Lord. He says, first of all, you got to repent. Repent means you got to you got to realize that God don't like sin, don't want you to sin, don't want you to exercise or live in sin, doesn't like sin, wants you to get away from sin. Repent means to turn away from the sinful, evil, wicked lifestyle. Okay, so first is repent, and then he said, be baptized. 
That means be obedient. That means follow his instruction. And so when you repent and you give your life and your heart over to the Lord, and then you obey his commands, this is what he said, you will receive. Come on, how many of you want to receive? And you see, people receive all kinds of blessings when they get water baptized. I mean, we don't take the time to, to do a, a, you know, a, a survey to find out what God does for people when they get baptized. But I'm telling you this, people receive all kinds of blessings. Some people, whenever they get out of that tank, they walk out of that tank with a blessing, with the peace of God like they never had before. Why? Because they're doing what the Lord told them to do. You see, some people, man, something, they just receive a freedom. It's like something breaks off of their life. Some people actually get filled with the Spirit. In Acts 2.38, he said, repent and, 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 uh, and for forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes people get touched. I mean, y'all, some of you have been in here. You know, we're trying to baptize somebody, and they, they're just about sinking in the tank. The presence of God is on them. And if you're a non-believer or you're a doubtful person, you look at that and say, oh, they're just acting that out. Well, you don't know the, you don't know the ways of God. Because whenever you do what God tells you to do, listen, he got his spirit, and he said, I'm going to send my spirit, and his spirit is upon this earth, and you can live with or without the spirit, but I'm telling you, whenever you position yourself in the right place with God, you're going to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, I did drugs. I drank. I did all of that nonsense. And there is no high. Like when you get high and filled with the Holy Spirit of God, there's nothing like it. Hands down, nothing like it. You don't get a headache. You don't have to spend all your money. You don't have to live vicariously. You just live a holy, a blessed life. And come on, that's the life God has for every one of us. Amen. Come on. I'm getting so excited. I'm about to dive in the pool right now. Amen. Amen. You know, whenever we went to Israel, you know, we got to a chance to get baptized in the Jordan River, the same river Jesus got baptized in. And I was looking for another blessing over there. Amen. This is the same waters Jesus got baptized in. Amen. But how many of you know, if you follow the ways of the Lord, saints, you're going to receive the blessing of God. And so, you know, baptism is really a big deal. It's a big deal because it's further positioning people to receive the blessing of God. But listen, I want you to know that it all starts with repentance. You know, you can be a, a, you can be a heathen. That's somebody that's not a Christian. And you could get baptized and you're going to come out of that water. A heathen. Not a Christian. The water is not magical. The water is not going to do a thing for you. It's a watery grave. It's a, it's a symbol of a watery grave. It's not the, the baptismal pool that makes the difference. It's the heart of the person that goes in the pool that makes the difference. And if your heart is right when you get in the pool, God will bless you because he knows exactly what's in every heart. Isn't that right? And so, you know, if you don't have your heart first surrendered to the Lord, baptism doesn't make a difference. And those folks that are getting baptized, we tried our best to make sure that everyone that's getting baptized understands that this is not going to give you a ticket to heaven. This is just an outward sign of what's already happened in your life, that you've already surrendered to the Lord, you've yielded to the Lord, and you're ready to follow the Lord. Amen? Now, I don't know where you are spiritually. 
You might have just come tonight just because one of your loved ones is getting baptized. But I have a question for you. Is your heart surrendered to the Lord? Have you repented of your sins and asked the Lord to forgive you? That's the first step. That's the first step. God confronts us with our sinful ways. And he says, listen, there's no way you can live your life good enough to please me. You need my help. But if you're willing to repent, if you're willing to ask me to forgive you, I will forgive you. I will wash away your sins. I'll forget about every mistake that you ever made. And I'll give you a fresh start today. How many of you know that's good news right there? So if you would just do me a favor and just bow your head with me for just a moment. And I want you to ask yourself the question tonight. Are you a genuine follower of God? You can believe God, but not have surrendered to God. You can believe in God and never asked him to forgive you. Never repented, which means to change your mind. And if you're here tonight and you say, Todd, would you pray for me? I'm not sure, but I don't want to leave this place not sure. And I think I need special prayer for that. If you would just lift your hand for just a moment till I see it. And thank you, ma'am. I see your hand. Thank you, sir. I see your hand. Just hold it up. Don't, don't put it down. Just hold it up so I can see. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. I see your hands. Anybody else? Right over here. I see all of your hands right here. All right here, sir. I see your hand. Over here, back here. Some more children saying, I, I want to I get right with God. Now listen, let's all pray together. Would, can we all pray this prayer together? Can we say to Jesus tonight, Jesus, come on, help me. Just say, Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I've broken your laws. I know I need forgiveness. Lord, tonight, I'm ready. I'm ready to surrender. I'm ready to give my life to you. Father, would you forgive me for every sin that I've ever committed? Would you forgive me tonight? Would you wash all my sins away? Thank you, Lord Jesus, for accepting me, for forgiving me, and cleansing my heart. Thank you, Lord for letting me be part of your family tonight. In Jesus' name. Now, those of you that prayed that prayer, it's the first time you prayed that prayer. Let me see your hands again. Now, listen, I want to ask you to do something that might be challenging for you. Remember that scripture we said earlier? Jesus said, everyone who is willing to confess me before man, I will be willing to confess before my Father. Remember that verse? Now, you know what I found is somebody can't be bold enough to say, I want to follow the Lord in church. They're never going to do it out there. So if you pray that prayer with me, I want you to stand up right where you are and say, I was one of them that prayed. Come on, just stand up right there. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, let's give God thanks. Come on. Come on. This, this is boldness. See, this is standing up for the Lord and say, I want to live for the Lord. Now, do me another favor. Just step just step right out of the pew. Come up here for a moment. Come on. We just want to declare right now, Satan's power broken off your life. And I believe that even as you just take this, just this walk down the aisle right now, that something is going to happen in your life. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wow, look at this. What a blessing this is. What, what a blessing. What a, this is so powerful. Now listen, I want, you to, I, want you just, I want you to just bow your head with me. One more moment. I want you to just bow your head. Now the Bible says, remember I talked about, you know, if you want the blessing of God, you've got to position yourself for the blessing of God. Then you've already said, listen, I'm standing up for Jesus tonight. Now I want you to just close your eyes and I want you to just take a deep breath. Just want you to take a deep breath and I just want you to just let the love of God come upon you. Just let the peace of God come upon you. Let the grace of God come upon you. Come on, let God just take the burdens off of your life tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, for your strength. Thank you, Lord, for your power. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. Isn't this beautiful? Isn't this beautiful? Thank you, Father. Now, the Bible says you got a fresh start today. Every mistake that you've ever made all your life, Whenever you bring it to God's attention again, he's going to say, I don't know what you're talking about because I've forgotten about that. I forgave you. Isn't that good news? Amen. Now, listen, those of you that are up here, would you, would you help me there, Freddie? I want you to take one of these and I want you to take it back to your seat, okay? And there's some pencils in there. I want you to take one of these back to your seat. And I'd like for you to fill this out, okay? We want to pray for you. And listen, listen, all of you that are up here, if you don't have a Bible, we want to give you a Bible because that's God's owner's manual. It's his blueprint. Okay? So we want to make sure you have a Bible and we want to give you some material to just help you get started on this new journey. Amen? So, Freddie, I got some more right here if you need some more, buddy. Isn't this great, y'all? Isn't this wonderful? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, listen, you just made a commitment to give your life to Christ. We have shorts and we have shirts and we have towels. If you came tonight, and you didn't even plan to get baptized. Talk to one of the pastors and we can probably get you situated to be baptized. Amen. Come on, let's just give them a hand and just just thank God for their boldness and their decision that they've made to serve the living God tonight. Amen.